All right, Stuby, thank you very much indeed. It is a piece of the place, and I hope you will get in and let them know you appreciate their uh, their sponsoring these hours. They have sponsored for several years now, and I'm really grateful, and these are wonderful stores. And you know, when we say that they are locally owned, that means that somebody has gone out of their way to to build a store and to stock that store. They get a lot of say in how the store looks. Sure, there's a, a national organization of stores, but these are locally owned and locally managed and locally run. They're not just managers of stores. They are the owners of the store, and they make the decisions. They kind of work together as a team to decide, yeah, we want to, we want to continue on with Neil. And so if you go in there and you tell a manager, I heard your ad on Neil's program, he or she will hear that. If it's the owner, he or she will hear that, and they will carry that to the meeting, and they will say, we're getting, we're getting a lot of callback. We're getting a lot of, of comments about our advertising. And I will say quietly to myself, thank you, thank you, thank you. So I hope you'll do that. We're here for the second hour today, as I mentioned, sponsored by Ace, your neighborhood Ace Hardware Store. And uh, I hope that you'll call. We have one open line right now. Gary and Kathy will be coming up in just a moment, and then you'd be right after them. 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. And uh, going back to the crepe myrtle bark scale, that insect came into the United States from China, and we didn't know where it came from. It showed up in a, in a, uh, in a Callaway's nursery in Richardson in uh, 2004, and they reached out to me, and I reached out to Dr. Mike Merchant with Texas A&M, who reached out to University of Florida and Smithsonian. These are places that do a lot of work with scale insects, and they said, what is this? And initially, it was thought to be a a mutation, a, a shift, a change in azalea bark scale, and then it was realized, no, this is this is an insect that has been brought in. Somebody violated uh, quarantine, violated uh, the, the import laws. This is why we have import laws. You're not supposed to bring living plants in from other countries uh, without, uh, without the government knowing exactly what you're doing. And there are times that you're not supposed to bring them in at all. You're not supposed to bring living citrus crops into this state uh, at all. And that's the reason for things like this. Anyway, it was identified, and 2007 was the really bad year. And uh, we've we've seen a lot of the crepe myrtle bark scale since then, but nothing like 2007. Uh, It's kind of moderating thanks to predators, predatory insects that we have. There's a little uh, ladybug that's black with two orange spots. It's called the twice-stabbed ladybug. And that one is uh, keeping the bark scale somewhat at bay anyway i've digressed that's all of that information is at uh, crepe myrtle trail c-r-a-p-e crepe myrtle trails.org i helped write a lot of the information on that website so i'm pretty familiar with it um okay mueller i'll do an ad for mueller and we'll get right back to Kath, uh, gary and kathy there's a lot of talk these days about things that are made in America. I want to tell you about something that's been made in America for 90 years, almost a century. Mueller Metal Roofing and Mueller Steel buildings have been made right here by people who care about quality of both materials and workmanship. Whether it's a metal roof for your home or a custom steel building or even a shed or a greenhouse for the backyard, Mueller means quality. Mueller has four manufacturing facilities right here in the USA. And with 33 branches for sales and service, there's a Mueller location near you. When you choose Mueller for metal buildings or roofing, you're choosing the best quality products to protect your family and your property. And you're supporting local jobs and local families. These are ordinary, hardworking folks who are proud to provide a product that's been made right here in America. Mueller Metal Roofing and Steel Buildings, 90 years of making customers' dreams come true. Visit MuellerInc.com, M-U-E-L-L-E-R-I-N-C.com, or give them a call at 877-2-MUELLER to find a location near you. That's 877-268-3553. That's Mueller. They're made in America, and they're made to last. 
Hi, I'm JJ from Ace Hardware of Richardson at the corner of Coit and Beltline. When you need reliable, localized help and those great Weber Grill products, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, my friend JJ, one of the leaders of the Ace uh, team. Thank you, sir. Let's go back to the phone lines as promised. Let's go to Gary in Fort Worth. Gary, this is Neil. Thanks for waiting. Thank you, Neil. Uh, good yes, afternoon. Sir. Yes, sir. I recently cut down a 10-inch hackberry. Most people call it a trash tree. Uh, and in the past, I've uh, drilled out the uh, near the core half-inch holes and about six, eight inches deep and just poured salt in it to kill the the stump and the roots so it doesn't pop up from somewhere else. And I, I'm not sure it can really do that. I guess my question is, is there a better alternative like vinegar? And I know you know different kinds of Roundup, but I didn't want to kill the grass in the area. Can you help me on that? Yeah, I wouldn't. Vinegar isn't going to do a thing. And uh, what I would use is a broadleafed weed killer. I'd drill into the stump, and uh, you've cut it off flush with the ground or pretty close to flush with the ground? Four inches. Okay. Uh, I might make a fresh cut and go a little closer so you don't have any risk of hitting it with a mower deck and damaging your mower. But anyway, to the point, the, the goal eventually will be to drill into the stump with a very large bit. Um, and the additional goal is don't let the bit penetrate the stump and go out into the soil beneath. You're trying to make a reservoir and uh, get all the, all the sawdust okay. out of, of the hole you'll probably make four or five holes for a 10-inch diameter tree. The holes probably would be kind of like the size of a bowling ball hole. And you will fill those with a broadleafed weed killer. It's going to contain 2,4-D, 2,4-D, as in dandelion. And just put it in there at full strength. You're not mixing it to spray it. You're just putting it in at full strength. Let it soak into the wood of the stump. And it will be carried out into the roots, and it will keep them from sprouting. Okay. It'll all be in. It'll all be in the wood as long as you don't crack the stump, and as long as you don't uh, go all the way through the stump, you'll be all set. Right. That's 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 the type. Uh, yeah. Uh, and yeah, keep it in the wood so it doesn't spread that's out correct. into the soil. Uh, yep, that's right. Is that a common uh, that two? Uh, 2,4-D is extremely common. Yeah, it is uh, It is used for killing poison ivy and dandelions and clover and and uh, all the all the spring weeds. So home, home improvement places would have that. I would say that Ace Hardware would certainly have it, yes, sir. <laughs> Very good. Thank you, Neil. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Friend. Appreciate Appreciate you doing business with the sponsor. Thank you, sir. All right. We'll come back and go to Kathy in Balch Springs. In fact, Kathy's waited long enough. Let's go to her right now. Kathy, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Hello, Neil. Hi there. Hi. I was calling about my lantana that I okay. have. About this time, it should be flowering, you know, a lot of butterflies and stuff. But it's got some kind of white, it looks like white fungus or something growing on it. Okay, let me try to help you. However, I will tell you that Lantana kind of calms down as it gets cooler. It hadn't gotten cooler yet. Last time I checked, it was kind of warm outside. But <laughs> yes. uh, but Lantana does, as the days get shorter and as the temperatures start to cool, especially night temperatures, it does kind of slow down, doesn't, doesn't bloom as much, doesn't grow as much. Um, having said that, now describe the, the white stuff that you're seeing. Does it fly? Is it mobile? Um, no, it, 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 at first I thought it was scalded, you know, by the sun, but it's it's still doing it. You know, it's still. All right, all right. I have I have another lead then. So so if you touch the plants, I think the answer is going to be no to this. But if you touch the plants, nothing flies away. Wait a minute. Let me see. No, it doesn't. All right. It looks like a scald. I mean. No, I I got it. Mm-hmm. Does it look, do the leaves look like they have been, um, are there little tan uh, uh, pinpoints of, of tan color on the leaves, all over the leaves? Around the edges, it's kind of like burnt looking. 
No, I'm not talking about that. Oh, okay. I'm talking about I'm talking about on the on a blade of a leaf. Does it begin with a lot of little tan mottling that eventually no, then turns no. the leaf dry? No. All right. If you turn a leaf over, do you see black specks on the backs of the leaves? No, I don't. All right. I'm gonna give I up. I thought any. you had. I thought you had lace bugs. Lace bugs are very common on lantana. Oh, really? I, I still, I'm not willing to to give up on lace bugs. I think that probably okay. is old lace bug damage. Um, oh, okay. Maybe yeah, let me let me I don't let me see just anything like that. yeah. Hang on, let me describe lace bugs to you. Uh, I, I thought it could be white flies, not white flies because nothing's flying. Lace bugs attack a lot of different plants. And they all, uh, all the plants have the same symptoms. They will turn a tan color, then their leaves will start to brown around the edges. You will see lace bugs on Boston ivy, on sycamores, okay. on oaks, on burr oaks, on azaleas, uh, on, uh, on uh, Texas sage. You will see them on lantana and a lot of other plants. Those plants I just mentioned are all unrelated. And lace bugs have, have found a way to attack all of them. Uh, the first thing that you'll notice uh, back in the summer sometime is tiny, tiny tan spots on the leaves. The, the spots will be no bigger than a pinhead. They won't be as big as, any, anywhere near as big as a pinhead. You oh. put 20 of them on the head of a pin. So yeah. that's the spot on the top of the leaf. At that point, if you turn the leaf over, you will see black specks on the leaves. That's the excrement of the adult lace bug and you may yeah. even see one or two of the lace bugs they're they're like cellophane they're like clear cellophane yeah they are sucking the the leaves and okay they look clear the bug does it looks kind of it clear looks it is clear it looks like cellophane cellophane you, you rarely you 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 rarely garden, see them but but you will see their damage and you'll see the the droppings and by now, this late in the season, the droppings may have washed off through irrigation or, you know, if you had any rain, they, that might be from that. But anyway, I think that's probably what you have. Without seeing it, it's hard to tell. I don't know of anything else that's going to cause those plants to look like they're scorched. Yes. Well, I don't see any now. They've moved on. They they very likely have. The, um, the cold, the, I thought maybe the cold damaged them this year oh no it hasn't been anywhere near cold enough to do damage it, no and last no last february but it's always bloomed this is the north side you know yeah no answer is no i i've given the best answer i can come up with uh the february cold did not damage them or they would not have come back and uh, it hasn't been cool enough yet this fall to do any damage so no it, the temperature has nothing to do with that I think I'm pretty close. Kind of Look at Google, Google, lace Google lacebug, Google lacebug lantana, and see if you don't see lots of photos that look like your plants. You're going to have to use a contact insecticide because any systemic would uh, run the risk of damaging your bees and, and butterflies. So I, I think I'm going to suggest you use maybe one of the horticultural oil sprays or something of that sort on them. Uh, it's almost going to have to be a contact spray when you spray to, to get rid of them. Spray in the evening and and to try to get them um, uh, while the lace bugs are there. And and it's going to be a difficult thing because you, you've got to hit that window between when the bees and butterflies are there and when the lace bugs are there. That's the best I have, Kathy. I don't want to spend a lot more time on lace bugs until we're sure that's what it is. I hope I helped. Bye-bye. You did. Thank you. Bye. All right. Good deal. Have a great afternoon. Thank you. Alan and Plano, I'll come right back to you, folks. We have two lines empty right now for you. It's 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. I'm offering you a way to look like a hero at Christmas, but we're doing it early because the post office is already putting us on alert that they're going to have a hard time delivering in a timely manner. And I'm putting you on alert that I cannot physically endure what I had to do last fall, uh, last Christmas. I had 2,000 books that were bought in the last two weeks before Christmas, and I'm just not going to be able to do that this year. I just couldn't make it. Um, last year I, I was the crew. My wife had broken her shoulder and with the pandemic, I, I just, I was doing the boxing and the taking to the post office and it was a pickup load every day. I can't do that. And I don't know what's going to 
what lies ahead. So here's my offer. First book, $36.95. Second and third book, $31 if they're shipped to the same mailing address at the same time. But that offer is good only until the middle of November, November 15. So if you want to get that offer to get the first book at $36.95 regular price, the second and third books for only $31, almost a $6 savings. It's the best offer I've ever put out for my book but it's for that limited time. This is the book with 344 pages, 840 of my best photographs, a hardback printed on high-quality paper. I sign every copy as it sells. There is where the time uh, constraints came in. It's 11 chapters that cover lawns, landscapes, flowers, fruit, and vegetables for every county in the great state of Texas. This book is for Texas. Don't buy it and send it to somebody in Virginia. It's for Texas. Chapter 2 is a 48-page calendar of when to do everything. Your satisfaction is guaranteed or I'll give you a full refund. 68,000 copies sold and not one request for a refund yet. So here are the two ways you can order it because it's not in stores and it's not on Amazon. You have to order it either by calling my office Monday through Friday or going to my website. The office number for 9 to 5 Monday through Friday, 800 752 grow 800-752-4769 the better way though is at neilsperry.com order right now n-e-i-l-s-p-e-r-r-y.com when the people at advanced foundation repair called to say they wanted me to do ads for their company i told them i'd need references people for whom they'd done work I spent several weeks checking them all out, and the reviews were just fabulous. That was more than 20 years ago, and people are still thanking me for referring them to these leaders in the foundation repair industry. Affordable, innovative, honest, punctual, it's Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003, foundationrepairs.com. Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex turning landscape dreams into reality. With 20 22 acres, WizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock, and more. To experience what WizQ Stone can do, their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration. The skilled professionals at WizQ Stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted. Check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WizQ Stone, leaders in hardscape and landscaping supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. All right, this would be a great day to get to Whiskey Stone. They're open this afternoon, Monday through Saturday. And what a wonderful day to go out. They're nice people there. Baylor, Scott and White, uh, this is a message for you from them. Gardeners know how much work it takes to get a garden happy and healthy. I'd like to take some time to tell about another group of incredibly hardworking people. These are the people who keep us happy and healthy. You're seeing their ads on television right now. They are the beloved healthcare workers who are out there on the front line. They have the hardest job of all right now, and we owe each and every one of them a giant thank you. Thank you for never giving in. Thank you for never settling for good enough. They don't know what that term means. It's not easy to protect us from COVID, but we see you showing up every day and giving every ounce of your energy. And to you, my listener, remember that there are plenty of ways that you can show your appreciation to that front line. Get yourself vaccinated. Wear your mask. Those are great ways to show your support and share those messages on social media. One more big thank you to Baylor Scott and White Health, especially to the front line, for all that you do to keep all of us safe. Thank you. I'm Mark Siriae from Mr. C's Ace Hardware in Hearst. When you need reliable, localized help in great lawn and garden products, outdoor power equipment, or hardware for your home, come see us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. 
his entire life. That's how long he's been in the hardware business and the uh, power equipment business. He knows it well. Thank you, Mark Sirier, very much, Mr. C. Let's go back to the phone lines. We have one line open right now. If you'd like to call, it's 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. I'll be on WBAP tomorrow morning from 8 until 10. That's the sister station over there, 820 on the AM dial. So join us. Mike Bass goes over there with me. We migrate like gypsies. And we'd love to hear from you. Let's go to Alan in Plano. Alan, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Hey, how are you today? Doing great. Thank you. Thanks for calling. Well, I have a very large ash tree that was cut down this past week. Um, it died, the winter storm killed it. And it was the stump was five feet across. Oh, my goodness. And, yeah, it's very large. And... They ground this. They ground the stump. So, needless to say, I have a very large pile of mulch in the middle of my front yard. Nice. Um, they said leave it there. So, how long do I have to leave the mulch there, and when can I plant something either there or close by? I would not leave it there. I would, uh, I would bag it and put it into a compost pile. If you don't okay. have a compost pile, I would probably. Um, I'd find somebody who does and donate it to them, or I would use it as a mulch beneath my shrubs. If okay. it's, if it's, if it's fairly coarse, like shavings, then I would do that. If it's like more like sawdust, I would not do that. I don't want it to pack down and make a mat. It's coarse. It's coarse. All right. Then, then you could do that. Um, the problem in leaving it in the, uh, in the spot is that, it will decay, and it will it will uh, shrink. It will it will uh, it, well it decays. It goes away, and if right. you just left it right there, you'd say, "Well, that's nice. It's it's a pile. That's nice. A nice berm." And next year it'll be level, and the next year it'll be a cavity, and you say, "Gosh, I planted something at ground level. Now it's down there. <laughs> you know, you have to go out yeah. and look for it, and so you don't want it there. Plus, it also will tie up nitrogen and without getting into a lot of technical explanation that I don't understand, so I can't explain, the bacteria that cause wood to decay feed on nitrogen, so they are using that nitrogen. They're tying it up. And so any plant that you try to set in there is going to look yellowed. So you need to get it out of there. It it should never be left. The companies don't want to haul it off because it's too big and fluffy. They don't want that. So I'd, I'd, I'd do something else with it and then bring soil in and fill the void. And okay. Then you can plant right away. So I, so. I, I, I want another tree. Can I put another tree there, or should yeah. I move the tree maybe ten feet over? As long as you get all of the sawdust out and don't have that influence of the decaying organic matter, there's nothing in the the decaying organic matter that's going to cause any problem to your tree. It's the fact that it would be tying up the nitrogen if there is any left behind. Uh, there's something psychological to me about. Uh, about planting where another tree died, I'd, I'd like to be a little off, but I don't know that ten feet would be necessary. I'd be okay. uh, three or four feet away. But but it, it, in reality, uh, if I were forced to explain why is that necessary, I couldn't. Okay, know, it, it should it should do fine. But I would I would probably move it over a little bit. Uh, what I would do first, Alan, is I would determine where exactly is the proper place for a new tree to be. If it happened to be in that same hole, then that'd be fine. But usually when trees get planted, they're either dead center in that side of the yard or they're in line with every other tree on the street or something. Both of those are not proper places for trees. Okay. All right. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome very much. So um, a lot of times we, we don't realize that if, if you've ever heard the, the old photography and art theory, and I, I should have a better name for it, but it's a it's a forty percent theory. You ought to be forty percent of the way left to right and forty percent of the way front to back in placing a, a tree. You don't want it in line with anything man-made. The corner of the house, another fence, uh, other trees on the street, um, anything. You just want it to look like it fell out of heaven and and landed right there, or the house did. And uh, the, the tree looks very natural in its spot, not uh, any kind of continuation of another man-made line. So 
Hope that makes sense. Hope it makes sense. Let me tell you right now about Ace. Ace is the place with those helpful hardware folks. Ace is the place where you go to buy the products that I recommend here. They will help you. They know what we're talking about, and they are the people who bring this program to you. So it's really important that you go in there and let them know, hey, I heard you on Neil's program, and thank you for sponsoring Neil's program, and I'm here to buy some products. And uh, one of them that you need to go in right now and buy, listen to this one. This is a great deal for you. October is Fire Safety Month at Ace, and they have several specials going on that are really special. Stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer to find a great deal on First Alert smoke and carbon monoxide alarms. Just $44.99 with your Ace Rewards card. The regular price, $64.99. It's now just $44.99, a limit of two. First Alert 10-year series of smoke and carbon monoxide alarms is the definitive edition of this revolutionary line of alarms. A leap in technology has eliminated the need ever to power or charge this unit with batteries. It's powered by sealed 10-year lithium batteries to provide continuous protection for 10 years without battery replacement. End-of-life signal alerts you when the alarm needs to be replaced. Has a 10-year limited warranty. Now, that is the October Fire Safety Month special, one of them, at your North Texas Ace retailer. The first alert, smoke and carbon monoxide alarm, just $44.99 with your Ace Rewards card. Regular price, $64.99, limit of two. First alert and Ace, what a wonderful combination. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. At the top in 30 minutes past the hour. We get to the bottom. Here's the bottom line of today's top stories. Excessive heat. Russian border wall. Our economy. Families are paying more for top of mind awareness. Real news and information. 570 KLIF. Let's chat just a little bit about Neil Sperry's eGardens, my free Thursday evening electronic newsletter. It comes from my computer to your email just a little after 6 p.m. on Thursdays. And uh, there always are five stories. One of the stories will always be uh, gardening this weekend, where I outline the most critical things that you need to do in the ensuing three or four days. That way you can get the supplies on Friday and be ready to roll. One of the uh, uh, things that will be in every eGardens is the featured question of the week, something I've been asked repeatedly that week. Another is the uh, plant of the week, a featured plant of the week, something that either is beautiful at that time of year or tasty or something that needs to be planted at that time of the year. It's really a critical issue thing. That's Neil Spray's eGardens, and you sign up for it at my website. You have to do that. Uh, it is not something we can do for you. We have about 77,000 people who are subscribed to it. I will never give or sell your email to anybody so you don't have to worry about getting spammed. And I'll never send you anything that's unsolicited at all. You'll get 52 eGardens a year. And uh, if there's some kind of a weird insect outbreak, I might send something special for that. But basically, it's just the Thursday evening electronic newsletter see what it looks like right where you sign up for it that's at my website at neilsperry.com n-e-i-l-s-p-e-r-r-y.com that's neil sperry's e-gardens click on the e-gardens tab it's time now for a little bitty garden tip i think you'll find it useful Let's talk just a moment today about tree placement in your landscape. You want that shade tree to be ample distance from structures. Many trees get very large, so large trees like pecans and oaks and Chinese pistachios need to be 20 or 25 feet from the house. Larger houses, two-story houses, the tree needs to be 25 feet out. That's going to cut down on foundation repairs and also roof repairs or extensive pruning. You need to have ample room from other trees. Know how large the trees will grow. Make sure they don't crowd one another. You need to make sure the tree is placed so you'll get shade from evening or morning sun. And it needs to be out of line with all other structures. You want it to look like it grew naturally there, not like it's in some contrived placement. Away from centers of spaces. It needs to be visible so it'll give a good focal point. I have more gardening tips for you each Thursday evening in eGardens, my free weekly electronic newsletter. Sign up at neilsperry.com. 
Good grief. I haven't talked about tree placement in years, and there I talk about twice in 10 minutes. Sorry about that. Oh, well, maybe maybe you'll get the message. Maybe I will. Callaway's Nursery has everything you need to enjoy the autumn season to its fullest, from the best blooming plants to big, beautiful shrubs. Shrubs. A nursery with shrubs? Such a deal in this year when everything was sold out this spring. Good for Callaways. Matrix pansies, one of those extraordinary plants for fall with their extra large blooms. It'll give you magnificent color continuously until spring. Matrix pansies have arrived in their large selection of four inch pansies, just a dollar ninety nine per plant. You'll love them all through your flower beds and in containers. For the best results, be sure to get Callaway's Premium Flower Food, specially formulated to provide your pansies with that extra boost for bigger, brighter blooms. Matrix pansies provide outstanding performance for maximum satisfaction, just like everything you've come to expect from Callaway's Nursery, including their selection of shrubs with favorites like Texas sage, abelias, hollies, and more. Abelia and Texas sage, beautiful blooms for you to enjoy year after year. Hollies, oh, I love hollies, you know that. An excellent addition to any landscape. They add a pop of color during the winter and provide a lush green backdrop for all your beautiful new pansies all through the year. They're great. That's Hollies from Callaway's. You can always count on Callaway's to bring you the very best, and everything is backed with their 100% satisfaction guarantee. Visit any of their 21 community open-air locations or order online at callaways.com. Take advantage of their convenient curbside pickup or delivery. Seven days a week, they're open 9 to 6. Callaway's Nursery. Their life lived beautifully. Their Callaway's.com. When you wake up. The crisis at the border. When you work. Reopening our economy. When you drive home. This escalation of violence. What's happening right now. All day. Update your day at the top and bottom of each hour. Keep myself as updated as possible. On Real News and Information. 570 KLIF. Let's talk again about sunburst shutters just a little bit, because if you are redecorating your home or you just want to make a a simple change, well, the simplest change is to call sunburst shutters. Let them come to your home. Let them bring samples of sunburst shutters. Let them hold them up in your windows, and you will see how beautiful they could be. They make them. They hang them. And that's simple. And it's beautiful. And they are energy efficient. They are permanent because they are made to last. Made of polywood. It's a material that is man-made. It doesn't crack or warp or split or peel. There is no uh, no wood in sunburst shutters. They look like wood, but they don't act like wood because they are not wood. They can be custom made to any opening in your house, even the oddly shaped ones. They love the challenges and they live up to them. That's Sunburst Shutters, sunburstshutters.com. Hollywood Shutters, available in Austin, San Antonio, Houston, and Waco, and absolutely in Dallas, Fort Worth. You will enjoy meeting the wonderful people from Sunburst Shutters. They'll invite you out to their showroom if you prefer. It's part of their factory, but it's better just to let them come to your home and show you what they have. Sunburstshutters.com, sunburstshutters.com, 214 214- Three four three two six zero one two one four three four three twenty six zero one. It's Sunburst Shutters. I'm Michael Stone from Stone's Ace Hardware in East Dallas. Come visit Jen and I at our new store in the newly renovated Casa View Shopping Center at the corner of Gus Thomason and Ferguson for all your home and garden needs. And now back to Neil. There is something about the sincerity of his voice and his wife's voice and their love of their store. It just makes it really worth uh, going in and saying hi to them. Thank you very, very much. Let's go back to the phone lines. We'll go to Ruth in Dallas. Ruth, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Yes, I have planted some fall tomatoes, and I have, when I shake the branches, I have white flies that flies from it. What can I use to get rid of them? Well, they are annoying, and they're difficult to eliminate. Um, I'll, I'll go through two or three things that you can do. Um, they're not the worst insects to have, Ruth, on, on tomatoes. They won't do a lot of damage. Um, you don't want to have them there, but the good news is it's not like having uh, some kind of insect that's going to kill the plants. Uh, white flies are 
they're always in some stage of their life cycle. They're always on the plant will be eggs and young white flies and adult white flies. And so you have to be persistent in your control. It's kind of like fleas are. They're, they're hard to eliminate completely. Um, the general purpose insecticides are labeled for white flies. Uh, even malathion, the old insecticide, is labeled for white flies, but it by itself won't do much to control them. It'll help a lot, but it won't control them. Um, but that is probably where I would start um, and uh, check the label for waiting time before you can harvest tomatoes. So you want to harvest and then spray so that, uh, so that you're not trying to harvest the next day after you spray. Um, the, the other thing that, uh, that has been found is that the white flies are attracted to what is called yellow sticky traps. These are, uh, about three by five card size. They're yellow. They're a plasticized card and they have a very sticky surface to them. White flies are attracted to yellow and they get stuck on those cards. And so that's a, a physical way of, of reducing the population. The only, only downside to that is some of the beneficial insects get caught on those traps also. But that is another thing that you can do. Greenhouse growers will very often use yellow sticky traps for tomatoes in greenhouses, also poinsettias and other crops. Uh, those are the two main things that, that, uh, that you would do. And then when you get through with this season and all the rubble is taken care of, uh, tomatoes are taken out, uh, I would discard, I'd compost all that stubble to try to get rid of any eggs that might be overwintering. I'd, I'd run it through the mower or, um, or, or bury it in the compost pile or whatever. I wouldn't leave it on top of the ground. Okay, then. Thank you. So, oh, Can I ask you another question? Sure. Yeah. Is it too late to put a, put down to fertilize my yard for the winter? The ninth of October. No, I I wouldn't say it's too late, especially as hot as it's been and as dry as it's been. I would do that, but be sure you use um, a, an all nitrogen fertilizer with half or almost half of its nitrogen in slow release form. Uh, if you're unfamiliar with that term, uh, the Hardware store or nursery can explain it to you, but you want to get a high-quality fertilizer, and I'd do it as soon as you can, and then water it in really well. Get the water on it right away. Okay. Okay, then. Thank you so much. You are welcome. Thanks for calling in. I appreciate that. Let me go to Jean in Trophy Club. Jean, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Hi, Neil. Hi. I have your book, and I love it. Thank you. Neil, what, what I'm calling I, yeah, go ahead. Okay. What I'm calling about is I have an avocado plant that I have grown for three years. It's probably twelve feet, twelve to fourteen. It's too getting too big to take into the house in the winter. It's even getting a little bit of bark on the bottom. It's trying to turn into a tree. Can I plant it outdoors? Can they survive here at all? Uh not not through the winter. They can survive about eight months out of the year, and then the winter will get them always. Okay. Now, I didn't can, know whether it No, they, they can handle temperatures down to, uh, well, basically down to freezing, not much below freezing. So, no, you, you okay. do not want to plant it out into the garden. They, uh, they oh, froze <laughs> all across Texas this year. Yeah, they froze even in the valley this year. It got cold enough for that. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, we had trouble. Well, I just wondered what to do with it. It's getting—it's a nice plant, but it's getting too big for my house. <laughs> yeah, what what I normally tell people on avocados is, uh, when you when you plant them from seed, uh, it's a good plan to take the growing tip out of them when they're young and and turn them into shrubs, so that they okay. will uh, they will stay uh, shorter and more manageable, and. Uh -huh. Don't get too attached to them so that when the time comes to discard them, have another one coming along, and yeah, uh, right. just just know that the know that there will come that time. Well, I planted three at the time, and the one has grown huge, and the other two are just like about three, four feet tall. They're small, and they just didn't grow like this one. So, right. Uh, 
Oh, well, I oh, wish okay. I wish it wouldn't freeze, but their <laughs> their 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 area where they're adapted is southwest uh, California, right on the coast in in San Diego and oh, in okay. that area, and yeah. and okay. uh, you know in in Brownsville and in South Florida, and that's about it. Okay. So anyway. Well, I tried. Okay. Yep. Thank you, Neil. Appreciate I enjoy it. your show. Thank you. Thank you. you. I do too. Have a great day. Thank you. All right. Let me uh, take my last uh, break of this program and uh, invite you to uh, go ahead and order my book if you're so inclined, because the time will soon run out on this special offer. It's good through November 15 only, and that time will roll around really quickly. The reason I'm doing this, this is the holiday special that I'm giving you this year. I'm doing it early because the post office is already alerting us that they are not going to be able to ensure uh, timely delivery this year because of manpower and COVID and all the other things. They are way short on employees. You've heard that. Even uh, even the other delivery services are saying the very same thing. So I'm putting this offer out extra early. We started uh, the Christmas special two or three weeks earlier than ever before. This is the perfect gift, one that would be used and remembered for years. It's uh, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. It's not in stores and it's not on Amazon. Never has been. 344 pages, 840 of my best photographs. It's a hardback printed on high quality paper. I sign every copy as it sells. It covers everything from outdoor gardening uh, for every county in Texas. So you can give it to any Texan and know that it will be appropriate and know that it will be used and loved. 11 chapters, lawns, landscapes, flowers, fruit and vegetables. It's all in there. Chapter two is a 48 page calendar of when to plant, prune, fertilize, and protect all of the plants that you're growing. Your satisfaction is guaranteed or I'll offer a full refund. Seven to 68,000 copies sold to date and not one request for a refund. The book is normally $36.95 plus tax and postage, and that is the price for one. But the second and third books bought at the same time and mailed to the same address are only $31. $31 for a $36.95 book, almost a $6 savings. And so that's a real deal for you if you act now. But you must order before November 15. Don't put it off. I, I just can't handle the big crowds of people ordering uh, mid-November on. And so that's the reason I put this offer together for you. Order now. It's not in stores, not on Amazon. You call my office Monday through Friday, business hours at 800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769. The better way is to order it at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Second and third books, just $31. neilsperry.com. Severe storms in Texas pop up quickly with wind and hail that can damage your roof. Call Wortham Brothers Roofing at 972-562-5788. Schedule your free roof inspection or visit wbroofing.com. They've been in business more than 28 years. Wortham Brothers Roofing provides the highest quality workmanship materials and service. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing. 972-562-5788. wbroofing.com. All right, Neil Sperry with you. I was busy checking something and forgetting where I was. You've seen me. I don't do that on the highway, but I do it here while I'm on the air. That's even worse. Well, no. Anyway, the ever-shifting soil here in North Texas is responsible for a lot of foundation damage, and that's why we are fortunate to have advanced foundation repair among us. These are the folks who will come to your home and do a free home inspection. They bring the equipment, and they bring the knowledge. They bring the background of having repaired so many foundations, including ours. They can tell if you have foundation problems, even with carpeting over your foundation. They found that we have had significant problems in our sunroom a two inch drop from one corner to the other two and a half inch drop and sure enough when we pulled up the carpet to replace it there was a big crack evident there that we had not even noticed that's what advanced foundation repair can do and they do it at no charge to you if then they see that there is a problem they'll tell you what it would cost to fix that problem and if you hire them to do it you're going to end the relationship happy because it will be done quickly affordably and properly they guarantee 
the house for the lifetime of the building. As long as it serves as a house, that work is guaranteed. Owner to owner to owner. They are the best. I've advertised for them for 26 years this month. That's significant. I think the world of this company, I think the world of the work that they do for my listeners. Advanced Foundation Repair. On the web, it's foundationrepairs.com, plural. Foundationrepairs.com. Advanced Foundation Repair, 214-333-0003. Advanced Foundation Repair. I'm Dan Meyer from Salina Ace Hardware. When you need reliable, localized help with bug control for your home, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Dan, owner and uh, operator of one of the nicest hardware stores you will ever see. Clean and tidy and well-organized and friendly people. If you're in Salina, you need to get in. So easy to access. We are joined right now by Pastor Tommy Brummett of the First United Methodist Church of downtown McKinney. And, Tommy, how are you today on a beautiful day? I'm just doing well today, Neil. Looking forward to church tomorrow. We're going to have blessing of the animals outside tomorrow afternoon, and, and it will be a great, great day. Lots of nice animals to bless, and I, I yacked so much last week we were going to talk about uh, butterflies, and I, I just talked too much, and I didn't give you the chance to do that. Before we do that, and I won't interrupt, I promise, tell folks about the First United Methodist Church, a historic church in McKinney, and the services tomorrow. Other than the blessing of the animals, tell us about all of it. Oh, we, we have have services all morning. Uh, we have four traditional services, two contemporary services and two services in our new church in Melissa. Uh, we start at 8 o'clock and we go till noon. Uh, anytime you come, you'll, you'll find a worship service going on or getting ready to. And uh, we're worshiping in person, but we also have online options for all of those worship services. And uh, you can join us in any way you're able or you feel comfortable. You can find all of that information at our website, sharingtheheart.org. Sharingtheheart.org. And if you stop in anytime between 8 and, and noon, you will see Pastor Tommy trying to figure out where in the service he is at that point. <laughs> It'd be his fourth service, and he'd say, where am I? <laughs> That's the service we go to. And, boy, he has it honed by that time. <laughs> All right. Good deal. Tommy, tell us about uh, about the monarchs and tell us about the other butterflies that are out there right oh, now. There are a lot of them out there. There really is a great time to be looking for butterflies and honing your butterfly identifying skills. Uh, Texas has more butterflies than any other state in the nation. And uh, uh, many of those butterflies are coming through Texas right now. The monarchs are migrating, heading down uh, to Mexico, where they will spend the winter in the Ozumel fir forest down there in Mexico. And uh, they, some of those monarch butterflies will, will go 3,000 miles. Neil, can you believe that? Those are the super monarchs, aren't they, the big ones? Yeah, they, yes, they are. Yes, they are. And uh, they, they – no other – I mean, there are other species of butterflies that migrate, and many of them are here in Texas, the painted ladies and the buckeyes and the skippers. They migrate, but none like the monarchs. They migrate both ways, and they are – Amazing, amazing butterflies. They can fly 50 to 100 miles a day. Folks, if you have never looked that up online, there's some wonderful websites about the monarchs, and much of this has been discovered in the last 40 or 45 years. You really need to see, and and that protected uh, locale of where they go in the wintertime, it is just incredible to see the millions of them in that, in that. It's acres. It's not a large area. So you, you, it's, it is stunning, and, and it is just an amazing witness to the complexity and the beauty of this creation we share. Isn't it something we normally talk about birds here, but when monarchs are coming by in the quantities that they are, then, then we need to appreciate them. The things you do to make birds happy and, and uh, hummingbirds happy uh, also benefit monarchs to have shelter, to have um, places where they can get nectar and water, and um, if you just create a landscape in your backyard that's uh, friendly to wildlife, it will be friendly to butterflies. 
monarchs like milkweed and especially the wild native milkweed here and you know for all of uh, recorded history people have not wanted to have milkweed around because it is poisonous to some animals and irritating to a lot and but not to monarchs and uh, for the people who want to establish a monarch habitat that is first and foremost is get some monarch uh, some uh, uh, milkweed growing and we had one that came up in one of the flower beds at church. And, you know, I, I never figured anybody would, that that would have a chance of surviving, Tommy, the most visible spot in the parking lot. And it made it. It made it for a good long time. Never never got pulled out by anybody. Yes, indeed. And, and you know, fortunately, we don't have any cattle that are grazing in the church <laughs> parking lot or in my backyard. So, so you can grow milkweed to your heart's content. Yep, that's great. Well, it's a it's a wonderful world that we live in if we'll just step back and appreciate it and and uh, and nurture it and love it a little bit. The flowers that we grow are a big part of that, but then we have the yeah. wildlife as well. So, hummingbirds, how many hummingbirds do we have now? Are they at peak? Are they past peak? Where are they? You know, I've been watching. I haven't seen a hummingbird for the last couple of days, so they're starting to thin out. Uh, I'm kind of tracking on my calendar when I see the last one, and and I don't know if I've seen the last one yet. Have you seen any at your house? Uh, no, in the, not in the last, not in the last few yeah. days. Yeah, yeah, they are they are moving. I'm probably going to clean my hummingbird feeders one more time and just give them a shot. But but I think they are they are moving south. And I've heard you say, Tommy, that you don't have to worry about leaving the feeders out too long. They know when it's time to move on. Is that correct? That's exactly right. You're you're not going to lure a hummingbird into staying too long. When it's time for them to go, they will go. Kind of like the congregation when the cowboys come on at noon. <laughs> yes, exactly right. <laughs> kind of like the pastor when the cowboys come on at noon. <laughs> we, try, we try to wrap things right up. Yes, we yep. do. <laughs> Tommy, we appreciate you. You are absolutely wonderful. Thank you for joining us again today. You're just God bless the best. you, Neil. Have a great day. Pastor Tommy Brummett, First United Methodist Church, downtown McKinney. Join us sometime, won't you folks? If you can't do it in person, sharingtheheart.org. It is a wonderful church and a wonderful pastor as well. Thank you for that. Folks, I've enjoyed being with you. Mike Bass, nice job of keeping us going today. He always does good work. And Mike and I will both be over at WBAP tomorrow morning, 820 on your AM dial at 8 AM on the clock dial. So I hope you join me there as well. My website is neilsperry.com. That's where you can sign up for my free electronic newsletter as well as uh, taking advantage of that special offer on my book. And uh, in the meanwhile, I'll look forward to talking to you tomorrow morning. Neil Sperry here. Thanks for listening. Until tomorrow, happy gardening. <music>